Welcome back to the Anxious Tradeswomen podcast, where I, your host, Louise as a party, share what I've learned through the years, through the tears, so you don't have to. Today is episode 29, and it's the first episode of 2024. What, what, like even just what, like it is crazy. But anyway, today's episode is supported by MEGT, and I will talk about them a bit more later on. This episode, we're going to talk about questions to start the year with, or you can finish a year with. So these are four reflective questions that I posted in the Facebook community, Tradeswomen Owning Their Power, which is my Facebook community for women and people who are working in non-traditional trades and also the supporters of them. So in to the four questions, and the purpose of, so the four questions are, what wins have you had this year? So we asked this in 2023. So what wins did you have in 2023? What are you leaving behind in 2023? What do you want to get rid of? What did we learn in 2023 that we're taking into 2024? And what thought or mantra are you going to use to ground yourself in 2024? So the purpose of these questions is really to just sit, think, reflect and look forward a little bit. So we're kind of like reviewing, like just overview of 2023. So over your last year and thinking, what do we want to leave behind and what do we want to take? The reason why I did this for the community and why I'm sharing it with you guys is because I find journaling really hard. Like, I will sit there with a book, literally the book that I have in front of me right now that I've got my notes in sometimes, and I will just not. Just nothing comes. Like, what are you even supposed to put down? I have no idea. Where do you start? Like, dear diary kind of thing. So I personally, when I feel the need to journal, I answer a question, whether it's, you know, just generally, what did I feel today? what did I achieve today, what wins have I had, like those questions or how did I get to this moment, especially when I'm experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome, I like to ask myself that one. But with these questions, I wanted to go through them with you and give you some examples. So the amazing humans in the Tradeswomen Owning Their Power coaching, Tradeswomen Owning Their Power group, Um, have allowed me to share their answers anonymously with you guys to give you guys some ideas because I know when you haven't journaled or haven't done reflection work before you like what what even what even do I do so I wanted to give you guys these examples real life examples from mostly tradeswomen and tradespeople so then you can relate get some ideas get the juices flowing So the first one, which I think is really important to start on, because so often we always start with the negative side of things, but we want to start with positives. So the first question that we want to reflect on is what wins have you had in 2023 or the year that's just gone? So some of the wins. So personally, my win of 2023 was literally making it through I had a few other wins, like my coaching business income, like four times the amount of the 
year previously, which was amazing, allowed me to help and help so many tradeswomen and tradespeople. Like, that was an amazing win for me, but also making it through. Like, my husband had two brain surgeries. Another win, I got married. So there's some wins that I've had. And I wanted to share some of the wins of the group with you guys just to get some ideas. So one of the awesome people, she changed careers. They got some training courses done and started some more training courses. When someone else finished the third year of their apprenticeship, they learned what it's like to work far enough from home that she they can't sleep in their own bed. And I was looked at like someone who is capable and their family had their own wins that they were part of. So another person got diagnosed with ADHD and autism. They were also awarded Support, Construction, Apprentice, Tutor and Assessor of the Year in UK. They also burnt out and reset their goals. Another person worked in the same place all year and said the stability is helping their confidence. Someone else uh, finally got all my damn journeyman hours done. Woohoo, got a new car, so much more. It's been a great year. I'm going to try and read these out word for word now because I was trying to like summarize them, but they're just too good. Uh, someone else. I survived my second year, which is awesome. I think like apprenticeship years, they all got their own feels. So congratulations on who survived their second year. Someone else started teaching at TAFE. And for those of you who aren't Australian, TAFE is our technical college here in Australia. And continuing on with their post. Although I haven't done much yet, I have learned a lot and will hopefully continue to learn along the way. It's been a big first step and it's been a sink or swim moment, but it's been great on the long run. And, you know, I think that's a really great win because the first step is the first step to an amazing story. You can't have an amazing story, amazing career without that first step. All right. Someone else started a second trade. Uh, another person. I went out of my comfort zone and gave things a go. Even if I didn't finish what I initially attended to do, I still gave it a shot and learned a lot. So there are some examples of different wins within the group. And something really good to think about is they're not your, some of them aren't your standard wins. Some of them are a win of supporting someone, a win of changing, a win of getting out of a shitty situation, a win of consistency. They're not the flashy wins, but sometimes the ones that aren't the flashy wins are the most important. So when you're doing that question, what wins have you had this year? Think about the down-to-earth wins, the wins that you had behind the scenes, like the public wins and the standard kind of standard wins. I don't really want to lose, like they're important for everyone, but that kind of more showy wins, they're, they're great, they're awesome. But think about all the little things, that all the little wins behind the scene that, left, that led you there. Sorry, this is the first podcast recording of this year and I'm stumbling a little bit, but please use this as an example to throw your perfectionism in the bin and do what you want to do. All right, so now we'll go to question two. And question two was, excuse me, 
what are we leaving behind in 2023? So perfect. So for me personally, what I am leaving behind is self-sabotage. So this year I had, like I said, my business grew four times, like the amount that it was in 2022. And I procrastinated, I self-sabotaged, I had so much doubt, I just got so overwhelmed and this was literally like things that I've been dreaming about for years. Um, and I got them last year, but I like I had an amazing growth, everything was amazing, but it could have been better if I wasn't shitting on myself all the time. So self-sabotage, shitting on myself is what I'm leaving in 2023. And I'm going to go through what the other humans in the group have shared. So someone else is also leaving behind self-doubt. 2024 will be all about backing myself and trusting my intuition. Someone else said what they're leaving behind is not allowing time for hobbies that don't directly relate to my career. I have recently gotten to enjoy them more. It helped bring back more passion towards my career that I was struggling to get back due to burnout. And hobbies is something that I really want to do a whole podcast episode on because they're so powerful. Uh, someone else said self-sabotage and stressing over time frames. And someone else, assuming other people are always right. That's a good one. Sometimes we put people on a pedestal and sometimes they don't know that much more than us. I used to find like um, with some of the people that I worked with, they would seem really confident. So I would trust them, but it was really cockiness and it wasn't knowledge. It was just like, if I say it confidently enough, then people will believe me um, kind of confidence, cockiness more. Okay, someone else said, I'm leaving behind the apprentice mentality, the mentality that I need help to get something done because I don't know how to do it. I have the tools and the skills to do most of it. I'm not naive enough to think that I can do everything or even that I know everything, but the whole, what do I know? I'm just an apprentice mindset, um, which is awesome for this person, like that mentality that I need help for everything um doesn't it's like you know at maybe the first week that's useful but even after the first week at a job you do know something and the apprentice mentality um and like becoming tradesperson is uh another thing that i'd like to do a whole episode on all right another person said i'm leaving behind the urge to categorize experiences as good or bad experiences are just experiences which have happened gone and have tried to teach you something which is something that is so awesome so like we literally like people make things up like humans have made up the concept of good and bad so you can just keep making it up there's no rules all right someone else i am leaving behind my habit of storytelling to my anxiety i've learned how to experience the sensation in my body without narrating it narrating it to or using logic to figure it out. If I feel the feeling, it's over in 90 seconds. If I story tell to it, I can lose an entire day in grief and anxiety. This is something that I touched on in, um, I think, 
the period podcast because I have premenstrual dysphoric disorder, maybe in the mental health podcast as well. So I personally get hormonal anxiety and I started getting my period when I was 11. So I started getting this hormonal anxiety and these hormonal mood swings and I story told to them because I needed people were asking me, you know, why are you upset? Why are you upset kind of thing? So you'd have to give a reason. But realistically, there was no external reason. And sometimes, you know, even we can be anxious about being anxious or maybe anxious because something new. But often we tell ourselves that we're anxious because we're shit at things and then we beat ourselves up. And I love that this person is leaving that behind because sometimes a feeling is just a feeling. It, it, it could even be an old feeling. So leaving it behind and leaving that storytelling behind is great. All right, someone else is leaving behind burning out for others, which is awesome. All right, let me read this. Okay, this is a kind of, I don't know how you want to take it, but I'm going to read it anyway because it's lighthearted. Someone said, apparently January 1st is closing out a 15-year struggle as a Libra when Mercury in retrograde ends so i'm looking forward to leaving all the self-doubt behind and stepping into a confident self also manifesting abundance money and love all right someone else is leaving behind a crappy job looking forward to my clean layoff the first as a journeyman and i don't have to put up with anything so leaving behind is a crappy job leaving behind a crappy job is awesome you know Sometimes jobs are crappy, not your crappy. Someone else, actually, I'll be taking a f- I will be taking firmer boundaries into 2024 thanks to this year. And someone else said same. Um, and someone else is leaving behind insecurity and allowing lack of experience to prevent me from taking risks. I got this, which is what they wrote, which is awesome because they sure do have this. Um, someone else is leaving behind the lack of self-worth. I'm relatively healthy, able-bodied, strong and intelligent. I have proven myself in my industry time and time again and I'm ready not to take any shit from pathetic boys that think they can tell me how to do my job. Awesome. And even I think not just pathetic boys, like pathetic people in general, like people put you down no matter what gender they are and no matter what gender you are. So do not take shit from people who can't even imagine doing what you're doing all right someone else is living behind self-doubt and taking care of myself well I'm I'm sure she's leaving behind self-doubt and she's bringing in taking care of herself I know who I am now and I'm okay with it 2024 will be great another person is leaving behind the desire for acceptance over the priority of my mental health can't have the foundational pillars of family career fun without the more the most important pillar your health someone else is leaving behind insecurity and self-doubt someone else this person had a lot of loss last year they're leaving behind sadness and death which is you know some people's realities which you know you just need a minute to breathe through someone i'm going to read this quote from quote ah also self-doubt, but more from a relationship spec- perspective than work. I'm pretty cocktail at work. 
yeah. Someone is leaving behind being unemployed, which is awesome. All right. More people commented on that than I thought. So thank you for sticking in there while I read out all of those amazing examples of what people were leaving behind in 2023. Borrow them, steal them, take them for yourself. If they reflect on what you've gone through in 2023 and you just haven't been able to put words for it, use those words. The reason why I like to give so many examples and stories and do this podcast so then people have words for things is in some people's families, like in my family, we didn't talk about mental health. Like no one had the concept or the words or the language. So if you're borrowing someone else's language because you don't have your own to put words to feelings and experiences, take it, run with it and grow from it. Like that's why I'm reading these out. Take them. All right. So question three is what did we learn in 2023 that we are taking into 2024? So the last one was what we're leaving behind. And this is what we're taking with us. So mine personally is that I don't have to be the best. I can just be and that's enough. I was really struggling with like compare and despair. Um, like which also should do a whole podcast on, but comparing myself to others and thinking I'm not the best, I'm useless. Um, so, yeah. Take it as you is. As you, uh, you think as someone who records a podcast, I'd be better at words. But anyway. All right, so someone else is taking into 2024... Uh, this one is is got a smiley face, like a laughing face at the end. Um, that automotive sucks and to leave it behind in 2024. And then this person just said they're ready to move on to the next career. They're moving on to something else. All right. And even that's like a lesson that you can take in. Like if you know that what you're doing right now this year, like last year isn't for you, then take that into this year and be like, I'm going to change this. All right. So another thing that someone's taking into 2024 is it's okay to give myself breaks. I have had to relearn what my body and brain can do. If I'm unable to perform what I know at my best, that's okay. It is my best in that moment. Allow room to give myself grace, which is awesome. Uh, Someone else, I've learned my worth and that it is more than okay to not know everything. We learn as we go. And another person, remembering to trust my instincts and knowledge and don't automatically defer to other people if they disagree. Another person, that I can go from a desk job back to hands-on job that requires a new skill set. It's all doable with training courses and some confidence. You can always learn and relearn things. Someone else, I learned. I have the the capability to say no without anything negative happening and that people will respect no as a complete sentence without questioning my motive. This is a really good one for people pleaser, people pleasers. No is a complete sentence, which is awesome for this person to take that into this year. Someone else, I learned that I cannot perform faster or better than my body can and if I outperform my physical body, my whole person suddenly falls out of performance. 
Also, I haven't learned yet, but I am learning how to read my physical body day to day. Awesome. We're not machines. And even machines break down. That's why mechanics exist, guys, because machines break down and humans are definitely not machines. All right, someone else has got life is 80% an internal game and 20% actions. Our mindset, attitude and how we treat ourselves is far more important than what we do. Not to say what we do is not important, but how we perceive ourselves and how we are in the world will make a huge positive difference if we operate from love and light 80% of the time, which is awesome. Someone else is, has said that they're taking into 2024, that if I do my best to fix things, there is a point where my best isn't enough and that is not my fault. Now, if someone could just remind me once a week or so, that would be great. And if something you need to be reminded of, calendar, um, like calendar notification, so like putting it as a meeting in your calendar, like automated, um, if you use a digital calendar, is awesome for those kind of things. All right, another person, that I can do things I don't think I'm capable of and I'm respected in my field. I was kind of forced into a lead position that I didn't feel I was ready for quite yet. I've been met with nothing but respect from all of my co-workers, management and contractors. I still question myself every day, but I think they respect my humble approach. That is so cool. Sorry for bumping that microphone just then. I moved my arms too much. Another person said, I learned to slow down. Watching my mentor stop, think and take however much time they needed made me realise how much I would try and rush to get things done. It's okay to slow down and take time to think, question and analyse. Another person, back myself. I am worthy. You sure are. Someone else said, I am resilient. And hell yeah, they are. So we can apply this question to our professional lives, our personal lives, our family, anything. What did we learn in 2023 that we are taking into 2024? There are some amazing examples that I just read out. All right. Now, the fourth question, what thought or mantra are you going to use to ground yourself in 2024? I like having this as an internal tool um, to just be able to regroup and just a reminder of your why or something that calms you or something that centers you. And it can be different for everyone. And you can also borrow these ones if you would like. So my one is, I can just be, I can just be going back to like my, I needed to be better than everyone else, which is something that like externally I tell myself, like if I'm not the best, then I'm not good enough, Um, which feels like awful 99% of the time because you can't be the best at everything. And also generally when you're at peak performance, it's only for a shorter period of time anyway. So if I, mine is like, I can just be because it feels safe and it can calm my perfectionism and anxiety because most of my anxiety comes from that needing to be the best. So if I can just be, then my anxiety serves no purpose. All right, now I'm going to read through everyone else's. 
Remember, you can borrow these um, if you ever need. So someone wrote, a man's character is his fate. So this person had a teacher in eighth grade that talked about this quote a lot. The author is unknown. The more I grow as a person, the more his lectures mean to me. Repeating the quote to myself helps me stay great. Helps me stay grounded in stressful situations. Another person, just breathe. Let them think that they are winning. In the end, you'll be happy for it. Happier for it. I love this one. Breathe in, breathe out. Coming back to your breath is so powerful. <laughs> and one of my friends, she's got uh, nope, nope, nope in three different tones depending on the purpose. Someone's got one moment at a time, one task at a time, one hour, one day. Just one thing at a time. That baby steps add up to progress, but you can't get experience without doing slash serving the time. And they've also got, oh, and that it is okay to change direction if that's what you want to do. Someone else has surrender. The universe has your back. And another person has almost there. Or the countdown has begun. Um, and this person said, because the I'm almost I'm almost to buy finish two buy first big goals. Almost to finish her first two big goals in her career, getting her license and finishing her apprenticeship. Someone else has got I may be struggling, but I'm not failing. I love this. I tend to get into my head too much and I feel like I'm failing so this will be a good one for me and someone's got left foot right foot perfect nice and simple one foot in front of the other like simple ones to ground you are great and the last person has I can't control others I spend lots of time trying to change others opinions and actions and trying to hold other people accountable for the things that they say and do at the end of the day I can't so I should stop trying I can only control myself and my own reactions and thoughts some amazing one-liners in there and like I said if someone has put words to something that you've been feeling and you want to borrow them go for it like Please take whatever you need and just go for it. Just use it. There's no such thing as the thought police, which is like something that I like to think because you can think whatever you want to yourself. No one else knows. If you're thinking something to yourself and it makes you feel good, do it. There's no reason why not. So just to recap, these four questions are questions that you can journal on if you are stuck and they're really good to do at you know beginning end of years as well as if you finish a big milestone and you can use these as reflections on that milestone so just replace the years with what did you learn during the situation that you're going to take out of the situation so the four questions are what wins have you had this year what are we leaving behind in 2023 what did we learn in 2023 that we're taking into 2024 
What thought or mantra are you going to use to ground yourself in 2024? All right. So we're going to thank this episode sponsor, MEGT. So MEGT is an apprenticeship agency that supports Australian apprentices. So uh, for the next six months at least, I am their Women in Trade ambassador. They have specific Women in Trade mentors that you, if you're an apprentice within their um, organisation, you can contact them and get support from them. They also host Women in Trade events all over the country and if you head to their website and click on the Women in Trade tab, there will be information about the upcoming events which will I will be sharing on my social media soon as well. Thank you guys for running through these with me. Please take what you need and have an amazing year. I will talk to you guys next week.